Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bleached and Bothered podcast. As you notice, this is not your hostess with the mostest, Layla. This is Mama Halbert and Papa Halbert. (laughs) And this week, we'll be telling a few little stories about yours truly, Layla Nee Halbert, since it's her birthday, and that's what she wants us to do. So here we are. This is our birthday gift to her, is us trying to make this podcast and see what we can come up with. Uh, telling stories about Layla and uh, just whatever comes. Uh, we've come up with a few subjects, but I'm sure we'll, as we get rolling into it, it could possibly get kind of funny here. So we'll see. Anyway, I'm Sam, and this is Eliani. Hi. And uh, <laughs> so where do you want to start with this? Well, let's start from the beginning. Layla is our firstborn. And she was definitely a planned pregnancy. I really wanted to get pregnant with her. It was probably one of the hardest pregnancies I had. I was very, very sick. It wasn't just morning sick. It was 24-7 sick for four months. But then things got better. I had an emergency C-section with Layla. And I actually didn't see her for almost 24 hours. They had to pump her stomach. And it was uh, touch and go there for a little bit. But then everything turned out okay. And she came out and she was just the most beautiful baby I ever seen in my life. She really was. I mean, all my other kids are beautiful too. I think that of all of them, but you know, (laughs) your firstborn is your first experience, first everything for me, at least not for Sam. He has other children, but it was my first. Uh And she just had the most beautiful lips and rosy cheeks. I mean, she was just so cute. Yeah, and her lips look like little rosebuds yeah. when she first uh, And the first was born. thing she did when her dad held her was pee all over him. <laughs> that was yeah, cute. Yeah, they handed her to me right there in the uh, operating room. And uh, I was completely beside myself. And uh, they handed her to me. And lo and behold, she uh, just let go all over me. But uh, I thought it was kind of cute. But anyway, uh, I just wanted to mention something about your pregnancy. Uh, we wanted to have it, uh, in quotes, natural, mm-hmm. if you want to call that natural. But uh, <laughs> it, was, uh, it, it wasn't working out, and for some reason, Layla wouldn't drop down into the canal. And uh, so the doctors kept telling us, look, we need to go to an operation. And we put it off and put it off and put it off. At one point, we had been up for about 24 hours, and uh, I came back up to the room, and Eliani was on the floor in the shower on her knees, having the shower down on her, uh, just looking at me like, "Please help me." And uh, so, <laughs> so all that to say, you owe me for the rest of your life. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you do. It cost it to bring you into this world, but it was worth it. So Layla was always a fun kid. She was a really good baby. Um, she started walking when she was about a year old. And she, once she started walking, she was all over the place. I oh, mean, yeah. 
This kid figured out how to open doors. I had to put locks at the very top of the door if I wanted to take a nap and I'll wake up and she would be missing. She figured out how to climb on things to get to the lock on the top of the door. I mean, nothing could contain her. Oh, Just that's like true. she is yeah. now, very adventurous. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, when she was uh, first starting to walk, um, there was a there's one of the places we we lived in Rio de Janeiro, and one of the places that we lived was at a uh, it had a pool out uh, in the front yard or in in the mm-hmm. side yard, and uh, she had was just starting to learn to walk, and there was some steps going down, and we were watching her, but at one point, no, she, actually we were taking an I was taking a nap because. I had Layla and I got pregnant with her sister when she was six months old. So I was really, really tired. And I woke up from the nap and I couldn't find her. She woke up, climbed out of her crib. Oh, yeah, that's right. Walked to the pool and I ran outside and she was about to dip her little toes in the water. (laughs) And I thought, oh, my God. So we taught her to swim not much longer after that because I thought she needs to learn. But she was definitely one of those escapee artists. And <laughs> actually, Linux reminds me a lot of her. Yeah, he's a lot like that. Yeah, you can't very take your active. eye off of him. She's always yeah. been very creative, too. She always come up with very creative ways, even when she was a little kid, to get what she wanted. <laughs> I remember one time she woke up in the middle of the night, and her I was sound asleep. I mean, I was honestly... I didn't drink wine, but I think wine would have really helped me back then. (laughs) I should have discovered it, but I drank a lot of coffee. I had three little kids under three, so I was very tired. So one night, her dad woke up in the middle of the night. Our room was really right next to the TV room, and the kids were upstairs. Excuse me. And he woke up and heard the sound in the living room. He walks in. And there's three-year-old Layla with two-year-old Lottie and barely one-year-old Casey sitting on this white couch we had. And Layla had opened a peanut butter jar (laughs) and was passing around like she got a little snack for her siblings and they were watching TV. And there was (laughs) peanut butter everywhere. I'm glad I didn't even see that because I probably would have lost my shit. But her dad, bless his heart, put them back to bed, cleaned the whole mess, and I just heard the story in the morning. But that was Layla. She was just so concerned about her siblings' well-beings and making sure they had a little snack and entertainment in the middle of the night. Of course, yeah. It had to be in the middle of the night. Otherwise, it wouldn't be the same. Uh, I remember uh, one thing about Layla. When she was very small, uh, she was walking, but she hadn't really started to talk yet. But she would be sitting in her high chair, and she would start coming up with melodies and singing songs that she had been hearing, uh, and and you could actually tell that she was actually singing a song. And I know this is it's weird before because she could talk. Most parents that have children that sing say, "Oh, my children could sing before they talk," but seriously, she really could. Like she can form sentences, but she could memorize songs and sing them it was pretty impressive yeah that was amazing that's one of the things that really struck me about her another thing uh, about her personality was uh, 
uh, one situation happened when I had been traveling and I came back and she must have been around, I don't know, probably close to two at yeah. this time. And uh, uh, she had been, she had gotten sick. And uh, so when I came in, she was just laying there and, and uh, Eliani was trying to comfort her. So I picked her up and put her on my shoulder and was uh, just trying to, uh, I don't know, just comfort her a little bit. And she starts patting my back. And she had this incredible lisp. Oh yeah, at the she time. had the cutest little lisp. It was so cute. And she goes, as I was holding her, trying to comfort her, she just pats my back and says, "It's okay, it's okay." <laughs> and so <laughs> she's very dramatic. I see uh, that. I see the dramatic side in Lennox. Definitely, it's a her. I remember one of her first sentences was, "Oh my goodness." Oh yeah. <laughs> Whenever she wanted her dad to do something, he said, oh, just a minute. She put her little hands in her waist and just go, oh, my goodness, with a little lisp. <laughs> yeah. So cute. At, at one point when we were living in Sao Paulo in a, this really pretty big house, uh, someone had made some really nice uh, cookies or some sort of an apple crumble or something or other. And uh, Layla and Lottie were sitting at the table. It looks like I think there were muffins or something. I can't remember what they were, but anyway, I actually have a video of this. And Layla, of course, is directing everything, and Lottie's sitting there just, uh, you know, looking at Layla, waiting for a little bite, and and Layla's trying to uh, negotiate the whole thing, and uh, she Pete. As Lottie's looking over, and, and she, Lottie couldn't really express herself that much, and but she was actually saying, "Hey, I, I'd like to have some of that." And 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 Layla pinches off just a tiny little piece of the muffin, and gives it to Lottie. Lottie looks at it and puts it in her mouth. And then Layla, there was another big chunk left of the muffin, and Layla pops it in her mouth, and looks over at Lottie, throws her hands out to the side, and says, "It's all gone." And that was her her way of sharing with her sister. <laughs> well, and for those of you who know Layla, knows that she does not like to share her food at all. And she loves her food. So that started really early, too. Yeah. Uh, she, another... I remember also when we lived in Brazil. We lived in Sao Paulo, which is a really big city. Comparable, if you had to compare, like being downtown New York. Right. And we were getting all our children's passports to come to the United States for the first time. And uh, I had to go to the Brazilian uh, consulate by myself, because I'm Brazilian, to pick up the kids' Brazilian passports. And I left Layla, Lottie, and Casey with Sam. And they were sitting in this little restaurant in Sao Paulo. And Sam must have spaced out. And Layla was pretty fast, too. She was only three. Yeah, and she, Sao Paulo is kind of like the New York. Of yeah, it's she took off. The city. And by the time he realized, a man, God bless him, found her. And he was walking door to door asking who had lost their little child. And there was Layla just holding her his hand, you know. <laughs> it was really difficult to teach her stranger danger. She did not get it at all. Yeah, that's right. Oh God! <laughs> well, another a thing, uh, another story uh, about Layla is 
before she was born, when Eliani was pregnant, we took a little trip up to this really fabulous little mountain town uh, that's called the uh, Brazilian Switzerland, and it's up in the mountains. And uh, I was doing some some gigs up there. I was doing some music, and uh, we had met some people, and they wanted me to come sing there. And that was part of the reason that we went on this place. And we stayed there for about a week, no? Uh huh. And I was about seven months pregnant. Yeah, it's a place called Campos do Jordão, and it's right between, kind of between Rio and São Paulo. And uh, so I was singing, and uh, I, I broke into the song uh, Jambalaya, an old Hank Williams song. And uh, we actually still do that song in our sets uh, when we when we play. But anyway, when I'd start playing that song, all of a sudden, Layla would start kicking inside Eliani. I, I mean, know. It was just like crazy. <laughs> Every time she heard that song, she'd start kicking. Yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing, yeah. She always loved music. Yeah. Yeah, and even when she was little, too, um, that song, On the Wings of a Dove by Dolly Parton. Yeah. If you know her, you probably heard she still sings it today. But she started singing that song when she was about two and a half years old. And right. I don't even know how she could even remember all the words. I mean, I look at little kids here at two and a half now. They're barely talking. And she could just, I mean, she messed up on some of the words. Yeah. And she also knew that Jungle Book, that cartoon, she loved it. And she would sing Bare Necessities, but instead of Bare Necessities, what was it that she used to she say? Was, she would, uh, when she would sing, she was, It's those bare necessities, those simple bare necessities, with her little list. <laughs> necessities was what she <laughs> Oh, it was so cute. And, I mean, we're going to try. We have a lot of photos and videos of when she was little. We're going to try to get her to post that on her Instagram because they're pretty precious. And then, let's see, as growing up, we traveled a lot, and there was one time we were in Canada, and we were uh, part of this call ministry where they were feeding the homeless, and Layla would always go with us, and she would stand up there. She was about five years old yeah, now, yeah. and she would sing for the ho homeless, and it was so sweet. I mean, this grown-ass man, you know, some addicts and whatever, and they would just be weeping. And she just touched so many people's heart. It was so sweet. Yeah, she had been singing, uh, like, even publicly uh, a lot of times when we would go. One time we were at a pizza hut in Sao Paulo, and uh, I uh, we did a lot of what's called busking there. And, uh, uh, and sometimes well, Layla just happened to be with us this one night, and she uh, got up on the, the countertop in front of the whole audience uh, or the whole crowd in the restaurant and sang a couple of songs, uh, and they were just completely mesmerized by it. They couldn't believe it that this little girl was standing up there singing. And she could sing in Portuguese, too. Yeah, she and English by the way, we got to eat pizza for free that day because no, we people did, yeah. were just buying his pizza just because she was so <laughs> precious. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Um, I also remember when she was a little kid, another thing is when our kids were little, I don't know why, but like growing up, I believed in Santa Claus and it was a pretty cool thing. We had this little ritual we did in Brazil, you know, leaving the, leaving the cookies and the milk, but we never really taught our kids about Santa Claus. And now I kind of wish we had because it was kind of a, like a magical time in a way. 
But when we had our kids, we felt like we were lying to them. Anyway, we never taught our kids about Santa Claus. And we were visiting some relatives. And oh, yeah. one of her little cousins were talk was talking about Santa Claus. And Layla was like, nope, that's a lie. Santa Claus is not real. It's <laughs> pretty much ruined Christmas for that little girl. <laughs> and her mom was furious with us. Like, how dare you, Chad? I was like, oh, boy. But anyway, that was Layla. She... Can control her tongue sometimes, but not her face. But sometimes she can't control her <laughs> tongue either. Yeah, another thing uh, that happened in, in, during that, uh, in the time when Layla was, she must have been three or four when we were there in Houston. And uh, I, uh, I had a weekly television program for a while there. And sometimes I would take Layla with me and she would sing on the program. And at one point... Uh, she we sat her on a stool so she wouldn't be so low in comparison because i was standing up so we sat her on a stool and uh she uh uh was kind of fooling around waiting for her part to come in on the song and when you watch the video uh you see her standing uh sitting up straight and then all of a sudden you see her kind of leaning toward the left and leaning and it looks like she's going to fall and then all of a sudden you see these hands one of the girls that was with us there came and grabbed her before she fell off right on the floor <laughs> and that that was <laughs> that was on funny. a video that oh that was so funny oh yeah Layla was a little celebrity when we lived in texas oh, she made yeah. some appearances on a t local television show yeah and saying she was about three years old then and she was just the cutest yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, yeah. I have another funny story about Layla, too. Layla, I mean, if you know her, you know she can be a little extra sometimes. <laughs> and I remember this one time we were moving. We have been living here already, and I don't have a Texan accent. And Sam, her dad, he's from Texas, but he definitely lost his accent a long time ago. Well, not and, that much. Well... Not you don't have the heavy, you know. No, not like my mom. Anyway, we went to visit Texas, and we were only there for like a couple of weeks. And Lila was about I don't know ten. She was nine or ten. Yeah, yeah. and she came back speaking with a Texan accent. A heavy, heavy like. drawl, you know. <laughs> She's gonna die. She's probably super embarrassed now. But it was so hilarious. Oh. I mean, I wish I had an iPhone so I could have captured oh my God, yeah. all that on video. That would have been really, really fun. We were funny. just cracking up the whole time because we we knew that it was all put on, and she would just, you know. Uh, she was acting like she had been influenced enough to where she actually sounded like that. Yeah. But no, it wasn't like that at all. It was and just then, she was just playing a role. Yeah. You know? So she loved to sing. She also loved doing hair and makeup. She was always doing her sister's hair and sometimes her brother and their makeup and putting makeup on everybody. Yeah. That started really young. I remember uh, in high school. I mean, honestly, through middle school and high school, all Layla cared about was the talent show, the social aspect of school, and boys. Oh, yes. She was into boys. <laughs> and, of course, I didn't know at the time, but she used to sneak out of the house in, in freshman year in high school to hang out with older boys. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was pretty innocent, but 
if I had known at the time, I would probably have put security on all my windows and doors and alarms everywhere. <laughs> but she's, she's okay. She survived. But anyway, I was saying that because she never really was into the academic aspect of school. She's very smart, but she just never really cared for it except for sports. Oh, yeah. She didn't like sports or playing them. But if there was a cute outfit attached <laughs> to it, then, like, for example, she played tennis. And play is a big stretch. She didn't play at all. But she looked really cute out there holding her racket and not hitting any balls. That didn't last <laughs> very long. She played softball one time. That also didn't last very long. And I think she tried basketball, too. In middle school, in middle school, but that didn't work well. But, you know, she liked the boys in the sidelines, so I guess (laughs) that was something. But when she started middle school, she loved it. And I think she talked about on her last podcast a little bit how she was a high achiever and she finished really fast. Layla has always been competitive when it comes to to beauty school she was always trying to be ahead and she doesn't have a lot of patience when she started driving she had her her driving permit when she was 15 and she thought that was her driver's license like she would sneak out all the time and drive without an adult drive her friends around i would get mad at her <laughs> they all they all did that. She they lost her driver's 15. license for a while. She's doing better. She got better at driving later. She also had a little adventure. Like when she finished high school, she was going to move to California and go to school there and have her business there. Well, that didn't work out so well. She came back and that was okay because we missed her. But she had those rebellious teenage years. Yeah. And I remember when she started beauty school, she oh, she was so sick right before I had to have her tonsils taken out. Oh yeah, that's right. But she were oh yeah, when she worked at Little Caesars too, they had a competition about I don't know who could sell more pizza or cheese bread, one something. Oh boy, we ate so much cheese bread and little sis <laughs> pizza that month because she was talking us into buying it like by bulk and i think she ended up actually winning i'm not sure what she won and then when she was in beauty school she was she was getting through the steps so fast and i remember my hair kept getting shorter and shorter because i was her model most of the time and at one point i think i have different five five different highlights in my hair that was like blonde orange purple Oh my gosh, that was fun, but it was a lot. Anyway, but that's Layla, and she's always been very, very, I mean, she's so incredibly creative. She's always been the one that organized the family vacations. She always come up with fun ideas on Mother's Day, Father's Day, birthdays. We can always rely on her for oh, all yeah. that stuff. She's the family social director yes, for sure. There's no doubt about it. And she's, I mean, I don't, she definitely hasn't got it from me. She's always been so incredibly creative with her hair, makeup, and clothes. I mean, she's, like I said, extra, but <laughs> she's definitely <laughs> the life of the party. And, you know, talking about all this stuff when she was younger, but also as she's gotten older, 
I just see like she's such a loyal person. Most of the people she has around her, she's known for years. Her friends have been her friends for a long time. She really cares about people and friendship. That's right, yeah. She also loves animals. Oh, my God, I almost forgot. She you got had, the animal stories here. Here you go, folks. We started with Zippity, our first hamster. Oh. Well, did we start with Zippity or was it, uh, remember that, that oh, beagle from we hell had that a we beagle. got? We had a beagle in Houston. <laughs> we didn't know anything about pets. And if Danny from Boss Dogs hear this, please forgive me. I, I mean, we had no clue because in Brazil we didn't have pets. We had a couple of watchdogs, right. but they but weren't not, they really, weren't yeah. Pets. They, they and Brazilians, and... now they're more into it, but I remember growing up, nobody had pets inside the house. Mm-hmm. We had, I had some Asian friends that had dogs in the house, and we thought it was really weird. Uh-huh. But anyway, so we had this little beagle named Kelly. Oh, Layla loved that beagle. She was about four when we got her. Yeah. It was our first pet. But we had no clue in what to do, how to potty train, how to teach manners. So the dog was so vicious, which is like <laughs> scratches and biters. We had to put her in this. We had this outside porch where we lived, and we would basically throw her foot in the porch because we were all scared of her. She was like running the house. So that lasted for a couple of months, and I said, we got to get rid of this dog. We don't know what to do. And we ended up giving her away. And then we had the first hamster, Zippity. What about Oreo? Uh, Yeah, we had Oreo. Oreo was a dog that was given to us, but it didn't last very long. Yeah, he was was definitely a... uh, And then we had a hamster, Zippity, and he lived for two years. Of course, I was the one cleaning the stinky cage all the time. No doubt. But that was Layla's first pet, the kid's first pet. And then, who do we have? Oh, then we had Daisy May. Daisy May. Layla shows up with this hamster, and I told her this. She was in middle school by this time, in sixth grade. And I said, listen, I'm not going to be cleaning this cage. And for anybody who has hamsters... It's a weekly thing where they really smell bad because they pee and poo all the time. So, of course, Layla was uh, excited for a couple of days and then she didn't want to do it anymore. So I told her, look, oh, and this was like this hamster could not be contained. He would escape his cage all the time. I don't even know how. But one time he escaped and we lived in this house that had an unfinished basement and he crawled into the walls and we could not find him. And so he would come out at night and eat the dog's food. And one day, (laughs) Sam was just sitting in the basement. Here comes this hamster that looks more like a cat now. He's so fat. He can barely walk. Yeah, that was a giant thing. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So I said, okay, that's it. You got to either clean the hamster, take care of it, or give it away. Well, she went outside for five minutes. She came back and said, found somebody who take the hamster. I was like, oh, my God, that didn't take long. <laughs> then after that, oh, my God, she had those two little cats. Was the semen? semen? That, what, weren't the rabbits before the cats? Oh, yeah. She oh showed up home God. when she her, she was living in this place, and her, her room flo- uh, fl- uh, flooded, and she moved back home. And one day she walks in the door with this little t- blanket in her hand. Oh, mom, look what I have. And she's got a bunny rabbit. I'm like, are you kidding me? So now we had a rabbit and now we had our beagle too. Oh, yeah, we had our own beagle that we got when she was in first grade. 
we were doing better by then with dogs, but we still were pretty clueless. Yeah. And she comes home with a bunny. She always loved animals. She probably would have like a whole farm or zoo if she could. <laughs> she wanted to be a well, vet her, when she was yeah, little. Yeah, her dream yeah. was to be a vet. She used I mean, to watch those vet shows. A, yeah. There was operations. It was like, oh, disgusting. <laughs> anyway, she comes home with a rabbit. Then she got rid of... Then, while she had the rabbit... She goes to get her nails done, and this lady, she sees this little hamster, ends up, there were two hamsters in the cage, mm. and the lady guaranteed her that they were the same gender. Well, surprise, surprise, she brings her, them to her apartment. They weren't. They weren't. <laughs> so in a matter of a couple of weeks, I don't know, she had 20 hamsters. Oh, my God. And she ended up give, giving them away. And then she had those two little cats. I oh, mean, they the were the cutest boy. thing, but they were horrible. I mean, these cats were pooping everywhere. And they but, were yelling. To, like she, they're, paid, they're, she paid a lot of money for them. Yeah. But I think she ended up selling them and making a profit. In I the think they, they. she was telling stories about how the, the horrible sound they would make uh, when uh, they would be... Uh, her she she had a roommate then, and those cats would just make this horrible uh, sound when they would meow. It wasn't just a meow; it was more like a uh, a moan or a or a growl or something. And it was all the time; it was constant. And finally, they just could not stand it anymore. Yeah. And then as Layla got older, of course, she got pregnant, and that was a big... I mean, Layla is always surprising us, for sure. Yeah. When she got pregnant, I found out via text that she was pregnant, and of course, I was, like, elated to be a grandma, and it was great news. The circumstances were a little bit stressful, but... I mean, she just she was just a natural. She went through that pregnancy like a pro. It seemed like it didn't really affect her day to day life. She kept working. I mean, I was just so proud of her. She just worked through the last. I mean, to a few couple of days before she went um, to the hospital. Yeah, right before she went, and she was, still she was just so laid back. Like it was such a. She just took it in strides. But I remember when she was seven months pregnant. She it was on Thanksgiving Day. She went to visit her friend that lived on the other side of Hannigan where there's always flooding here where we live. And there had been a flooding and there were signs everywhere, but Layla saw other cars going through the flood area and she thought, Oh, I can do it too. And she was driving a four door sedan Toyota. Yeah, it was a and Toyota Avalon. She of course thought the faster she went, the better it would be. That didn't work out so well. <laughs> so here she is, seven months pregnant, stuck in the water, water coming in her car. She calls me and says, Mom, don't be mad. I said, well, you're already pregnant, so what else? <laughs> <laughs> she said, I got flooded. And we had to go rescue her. And thank God her car was actually fine after that. But yeah, I think her funny. friend Kara uh, had some friends that had a, a a truck, and they went and and helped pulled her out. And then we had a friend uh, uh, Dustin that helped uh, clean the car up and clean out all the cylinders. And thank God it didn't uh, it didn't affect it, and the car was still good uh, after that. Yeah. I thought it was going to be ruined because it took on a lot of water. But anyway, her pregnancy was something really special, and I'm really thankful that she was 
back at home and uh, we had so much time together. I remember we went on this little trip to Canada to this place called Malibu. It's an island in Canada. And uh, we went to this retreat from Young Life. And oh my gosh, we had so much fun. We laughed, we cried. She told me stories that I didn't know about past relationships and things she had gone through. And I just had such a beautiful bonding time. And it was something so special for me, especially to be so close to her through her first pregnancy. And it's interesting because she got pregnant with Lennox, her son, on the same month that I got pregnant with her. And she had Lennox one day after she was born. So that was such a cool coincidence that we yeah. both were pregnant at the same time, yeah. 28 years apart. <laughs> Wait, 28, 27 years apart. Wait, how many years apart? It's okay. 2018. She's No, 26 years apart. Oh, okay. Forgive me. I'm old. <laughs> I'm actually really good at math. But anyway, and that trip was so much fun. And just, you know, being there every step of the way and experiencing her pregnancy with her was such a, such a beautiful thing. And something that I'm going to treasure forever. And when she went to the hospital to get induced, I was with her the whole time. And I mean, we just, I don't know. When I'm with Layla, sometimes we butt heads. And I'm a little OCD and she's very spontaneous. And sometimes I just, my OCD gets the best of me with her. And I irritate her a little bit. And sometimes she irritates me a little bit. But (laughs) we have such a cool relationship i always have so much fun and she always gets me out of my comfort zone because i'm kind of a homebody you know not very outgoing or social i kind of like to be home and she's the opposite and she always gets me to go on these hikes and trips recently we went to san diego and we end up going on a boat ride and i end up being sick the whole time (laughs) But we had such an awesome time and all the things we're experiencing together with Linux. I mean, basically, we're married and we parent (laughs) Linux together. Not going to lie. And it's the best. But it's just so awesome. I never imagined. I, I mean, I never knew how to imagine her as a mom and having a child because she was she changed so much in a good way. Not she's still the same person, but there's all these qualities about her that I never saw before that she has as a mom that just came just so naturally. And it's just such a beautiful thing to watch. She's just, I mean, Linux is going to have the best life. He's going to have the best birthday parties, the best everything, because Layla is like, incredibly creative. That's true. And it's yeah. something I admire because I don't have one creative bond in my body oh, come on now no i really don't i'm organized <laughs> i have other good things about me but i'm not creative she's more like her dad in that way but it's just been such an awesome experience to see her as a mom and raising this little human being that is just like her yeah. it's just the best i mean yeah. i am so incredibly proud of her i mean this girl she's a boss lady she has her own business she has her own podcast she's raising a child she's a single mom and she's doing it all amazingly and it's just i mean i'm in awe i'm just in awe of her anyway yeah i just wanted to mention something uh the way uh ever since uh 
Layla was little, and all the kids really, we we took them all to piano lessons, and they took like maybe five years of piano lessons, and they learned to play okay, but didn't really have that passion for it, and it kind of broke my heart because I, being a musician, I really wanted to see them. Uh, excel in that way but uh, that wasn't their thing uh, now Layla has always loved singing but she and she can play the guitar a little bit and play the piano a little bit and if she uh, really tried she could do a whole lot better but that's it hasn't never really been her thing I mean when I was nine years old I took the guitar and it was like a part of me I just loved it I, I couldn't keep it out of my hands even though my fingers were bloody from playing a guitar that was more like a bow and arrow than a than a guitar neck. Uh, it was so crazy. But anyway, uh, one thing that uh, happened is when when they were all younger, we had an opportunity to, you know, uh, like when we had that TV show in Houston, we sang together and and we sang together quite a bit and and then for. Many years, actually, uh, I didn't hardly do any music at all. I uh, was busy raising a family and trying to put food on the table, basically. And uh, I didn't really have that much time for music, although it was something that I really loved and had written many, many songs. And I missed it. I missed music. But at one time, there was going to be this um, uh, songwriting uh, uh uh, contest at this uh, place down in Bellingham called it used to be called Poppies uh, I think it's called B-Town now but anyway Layla comes home and tells me about it and said you should do that you should go down and and enter that uh, that songwriting contest and, and and see what what happens and I thought well maybe I will uh, yeah I miss playing music and stuff so what I did was uh, I decided, well, if I'm going to do that, I need to kind of get used to it. So I started going to the open mic there uh, where they're going to have this uh, contest. And I would get Layla to go with me sometimes, and sometimes I'd just go by myself. But she encouraged me to keep going at it. And and uh, so I started singing out a little bit more in public. And uh, before that, I'd only sang like uh, on worship teams in church and stuff like that and hadn't really done too much with my music. Uh, but she encouraged me to go out and, and, and do that and and when the the time came for the songwriting contest, I I didn't win it or anything, but I really had put some experience under my belt and felt good about it and, and confident enough that I started playing more. And since then, that was about four or five years ago, wasn't mm -hmm. it? And since then, I've uh, Layla and I have been singing together, and we've done a lot of different gigs here and there. Uh, we have some other people playing with us now, and it's just been really fun to see that develop and for that to be uh, come more a part of my life. Uh, and I have to say that she's the one that encouraged me to get. I don't think I would have gotten involved with it uh, if she hadn't encouraged me to do that. And another thing that I wanted to mention, uh, talking about how uh, Layla has. Uh, influenced uh, both Eliani and I in, in, in a lot of ways. Our, all of our kids have uh, really been 
just a super blessing to us, and we love them so much. Uh, but one thing that, that uh, really kind of changed Eliani in my life was one time, uh, uh, a little over four years ago, Layla started going to this uh, gym called Lab Athletics, and uh, she's talked about it on the podcast before. And uh, so she starts uh throwing hints out that we should do it and blah 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 and we should go there and we were kind of like ah oh, well i don't know we're really busy and we got a lot on our plate and but i was like really really overweight at the time i was uh over 350 pounds and uh so i needed i knew that i needed to do something but so anyway we acquiesced and decided oh well go there they they got a free uh first week if you go there and they'll show you what you're going to be doing for a week and so we went and uh, kind of more to appease her than anything else uh, because she was being so insistent about it and uh, so we started going uh, and it absolutely changed our lives um, I, I lost almost 100 pounds uh, when I started going there. Eliani and I both uh, have felt so much better since we've been exercising regularly. And uh, for the first year, I think we were going, sometimes we would go at least five days a week, sometimes four days a week. Uh, it's dropped off a little bit as we've gotten uh, more busy here and there, but we still go. And I just have to say that we owe her uh, a lot of gratitude for inspiring us to do that because it was something that we really needed and it really helped us and gave us a, a whole new aspect about health and and uh, and, uh, and, now, and fitness you know and now you know where Layla gets her long-winded <laughs> spirit from <laughs> well I can't talk when I get rolling so Anyway, I just want to take this moment to say happy birthday, Layla. Thank you for all the times you make me laugh so hard. I peed my pants. <laughs> and for taking videos of me when I'm pooping in the woods or on our hike trips. <laughs> thank you for all the white hair you've given me. But thank you for making my life an adventure and for taking me out of my comfort zone so many times. And thank you so much for the precious gift of Linux that has completely changed my life. And sometimes, absolutely, I got to say, he gives me a reason to get up in the morning and That's be right. there. And just, I just, I never thought that being a grandma would be such a joyful thing. Thank you for that. And thank you for always keeping us on our toes and keeping our life joyful and adventurous and i just look up to you and i admire you so much and i love you so much honey and now i'm about to cry uh-oh uh-oh mama anyway i'm gonna hold the tears <laughs> back so we can end this i know there's probably a lot of stories that we don't remember because like i said we didn't have iphones when you guys were growing up yeah. I do remember that we bought a camera when we were moving from Texas to oh, Canada yeah. about, what, 23 years ago? Yeah. We spent our last dollar buying that camera that so we could have some memories. Yeah. The summer of 1997. And we just need to put those old tapes 
somehow yeah. transfer them so we can use them. I've but got a lot of them already on the computer, and I've made a few little YouTube videos of them here and there, but there's a, so much more to anyway, do Anyway, I just want to say happy birthday, and I look forward to many more adventures, and I'm looking forward to our trip to LA for Mother's Day. And I look forward to watching you being a mom and all the joy you bring into our lives. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. And happy birthday, Layla. We uh, are so thankful for you and uh, all you mean to us. And we are really happy uh, to be able to participate in this fun podcast. And we're really proud of you for uh, taking this bull by the horn, so to speak. I uh Layla told me uh, a few months ago that she wanted to do a podcast and uh I was explaining to her that well you got to learn how to do the software and you got to understand how mic dynamics work and this that and the other and I have a little studio up here and so I was showing her the ins and outs and how to use the mixer and get levels on the mic and all that and after a couple of weeks I came up here and she was just doing the whole thing she just completely took the bull by the horns and started doing it and I'm really proud of her for doing that it was uh it was amazing to see how how quick she caught on to it and uh yeah that that really inspired me to to see that uh when she puts her mind to something uh she can do it and uh that's one of the her big attributes in in life is being able to do that and now a little plug little plug little plug here if you're a single man and you're a good man or if you are a lady who knows a good single man Layla is available. She's single uh, yeah, yeah. and ready to mingle. Well, that's shameless. <laughs> <laughs> All you Casco boys, I'm watching you. <laughs> anyway, uh, I guess we got to the last part of the, the podcast segment where we say something that we're bothered about. Yeah, this is bleached and bothered, by the way. Do you want to go first? Well, I also want to say one more thing. Layla, thank you so much for all the free haircuts. Oh, I, uh, yeah. I get... Uh, I used to go to great clips and places like that, and people would look at my haircuts I mean, and just go, "Well, no offense to great clips, but no, no offense, but you're not at Layla's so, level." Sorry. Yeah. So anyway, when when I first went to uh, to Layla's uh, V's barbershop where she first started working, I mean, she completely did the. She gave me a shave. She, you know, used a straight razor with the hot. Uh, foam and the warm and let me just add it was that really a luxury treatment let me, let me just add you. that when we go and get free haircuts she doesn't just cut our hair she gives us the whole client um what do you say treatment oh yeah. she wash our hair massage her head she takes her time she styles my hair afterwards i mean i get the full treatment just because it's free she's not just doing anything she she takes care of us and i That's appreciate right. that yeah. Yeah, that's a really anyway, cool Anyway, what's your bothered thing? Okay, well, since this is bleach and bothered, I uh, uh, had been telling, Layla told me a few weeks ago, just think of something that you want to use whenever, if you're ever on the podcast that you're bothered about. And uh, so I do have one thing that I'd like to mention, and that is, now when you go to a restaurant and they bring you this delicious hot bread 
and you want to just slather it with butter because I mean you're after all you're out there you're 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 splurging you're you're indulging so you might as well just go for it and you get ready to just put some of that nice butter on your bread and it's cold and it's hard as a brick and you ended up tearing up the bread trying to put the butter on there that just really bugs me a lot i it just seemed like they'd find some way to make it a little bit softer so that when they bring that nice yummy bread out there you could just spread that butter on there and enjoy it that way but uh anyway that's something that's always been kind of a a downer for me when i get to put the butter on the bread and it's all cold and hard and okay mine I feel like it happens to me all the time. You go to the bathroom, you're sitting on the toilet, doing your business, you bring your phone, you're all relaxed. You finish doing your business and you reach out for the toilet paper. Uh-oh. But there is no toilet paper because Uh-oh. whoever used the last piece of toilet paper didn't bother to put a new toilet paper roll in. <laughs> and now you're sitting there like, okay, I'm. how do I... And obviously there's no toilet paper around or it's the extra toilet paper is far away. Oh, that bothers me so much <laughs> because I always take the time to refill the toilet paper if I use the last piece. And not only that, I go the extra step and put an extra toilet paper roll on the back of the toilet. But for some reason, some people will use everything and then just leave it empty. And it bothers me. <laughs> Don't do it. Well, it's never me. It's never me. And if you want to do it even better, put the toilet paper the right way in the roll too. Yeah. And it's because I'm OCD. It's definitely under. It's not over. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this and I hope we weren't too long winded. And I love you, Layla. And I'm looking forward to many more trips and many more peas in my pants from laughing <laughs> and fun with you. And I'm looking forward to celebrating your birthday and having fun together. Love you. Okay, and so that's it for this uh, segment of Bleached and Bothered. And don't forget to uh, give it a thumbs up. and uh, Five stars. And five a, stars. Yeah, you need to put five stars on it and uh, really keep this ball rolling. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. So bye-bye. Maybe next time we'll tell you the stories of when her dad pooped his pants. Ha <laughs> ha, I Uh-oh. pee, but he poops. <laughs> Oh, she had to say something like that. Okay, until the next one. Bye-bye.